Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Here we are once again, Daring to be Different. Thank you so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. It has been a wonderful week. My gosh, I have been so busy. And, uh, you know, it's just been one of those weeks where I just did not stop, which isn't so good because I ended up in the hospital with dehydration. (laughs) But that's what happens when you're on the go and you're on the move. And so, don't you know, take it from me, pack your Gatorade. Uh, get your, your hydration drinks and all that stuff. I drank it all, and it still wasn't good enough. You do all this heat. You guys make sure you have enough uh, water and, and hydration liquids to keep you throughout the day. I didn't do that. All right. Well, anyway, you're listening to us on 97.5 FM Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as on Bomb Baby Radio in New York City and the Dream Chasers Radio Network and the Caribbean Community Radio Station in the Caribbean and all of the East Coast of Florida from West Palm Beach all the way down to the Keys. What's up? I want to say welcome to all my Indian listeners in India, Africa. I love you guys. Thank you so much for calling in. Europe, I love you. Japan, you know, me and you got a date really, really soon. Uh, Mexico, yo te amo. I love you. And we have a wonderful guest today. You know, there's so many different wonderful people calling in from all different parts of the world. I've had Australia. I've had everybody. This is amazing to me. This is amazing. But I, I you know what? There's just it's always something going on in the lives of the people who are dream chasers. And I want to welcome to the show Ray Jean Anderson, author Ray Jean Anderson. Welcome to the show. Hi everyone. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. So Ray Jean, tell us how you got started, girlfriend. Well, I got started with um, writing books pretty much because me and two close friends of mine, we all made a pact when we were in high school that we were always going to write a book. We always read books together. We pretty much had our own little book club, but we all said that we were going to write a book. And I didn't think I was capable of it at first, but when I started writing, I really grew a love for it, and now it's something that I just do now. Now, let me ask you a question. Did all the other people that uh, said that they were going to write a book, did they write a book? Yes, they did. They just haven't published the book yet. They did, yes. That is good. That is amazing. Because not everybody that says they're going to do something does it, you know. So tell us about the book. And tell us, I mean, you know, about the book. Girl, I saw the books on Amazon. I'm like, what? What? Tell me about the book, girl. Tell me. Let me set up. (laughs) Okay, so The Dark Beginning was the very first book, based off the pack that I was telling you about, um, The Dark Beginning was the very first book that I started writing. And that book is about a woman named LaVita. She lives in Chicago, and she's been through a lot. She has been sexually abused. Her mother's an alcoholic. Her father's just not in her life. Well, he's been out of her life. And everything that she figured that went wrong with her happened in Chicago. So instead of her figuring that, well, maybe I have to fix my stuff or the ones around me, she figured that it was her environment. So she moved to Colorado, and she feels like, oh, you know, my life will be so fresh. It's a fresh start. Um, I won't have the same issues. But then um, along her journey, she found out that she's revisiting the same feelings, just in a different different situation. So she's figuring out that the problem is not where she lives. It's within herself. She has to deal with her hurt or anything of those nature. So throughout her journey, you're just going to read about, her trying to overcome her past. That's the major problem. She never dealt with her past and her hurt. So it still comes Ooh. up, even though it's new people, new environment, it still comes up um, dealing with her the pain. That's the dark beginning. And then, yes, and then we had Sex Craze. Sex Craze is a, um, a book that a lot of my fans wanted me to write. They wanted something sexy. They wanted something disturbing, and that's what I gave them. So Sex Craze is about a woman named Toya. She has a daughter, and everything's about Toya. She's just like, well, I'm pretty much a screw up. I don't, you know, she don't have a desire in life, but then now she has a daughter. So everything that she does good is for her daughter. 
where she has a dark side where she has an addiction to sex. So anytime she feels like she has opportunity, it doesn't matter with who or how it's going down, she's up for it. So her getting mixed and tangled up with different guys or whatever the situation is, winds up being a guy who introduces her to a, a type of pleasure. And that pretty much puts her in a position where her daughter could be taken out of her life. The only life that she sees, the only good in her life, is now she's possibly risking for her daughter to be taken out of her life because of her decisions and her addiction. Girl! Girl, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, okay, I have to I have to sit down for a second. I know I sound far away. I'm sitting down. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so, oh my gosh, oh my god, this is that sounds like juicy. That sounds like what? And not only that, it, you know, a lot of people go through these things. This is like real stories about real people. That maybe yeah. you know you thought about it, but this can happen. This can happen. So yes. tell me the process. The process that you wrote these books. What is that process? What did you go by? Because obviously, you know, you said you were going to do the books. You did the books, but you really didn't think you could do it. So what? What was the strategy by which you went ultimately to write these books? You know what? My first thing when it comes down to writing a book, I focus on the main character. Like a lot of times when I tell someone about the book, they're like, so did this really happen? I'm like, no. But what I did was develop the main character. I made her, if she is real or he, whoever I'm working with, um, I really give the person a background. What happened with this? You know, for somebody to go through things, what happened with the family? What's the family history? Um, What are things that happen with these people? What are the tragedies they're going to go through, the happiness? So I really developed the person. And once I developed the character, I kind of get associated with, like, this is a person. I know this person. So I begin to write the story for the person, whether it's going to be a happy or sad ending. I really don't know until I I really get into the writing of what, what, the other forces that are happening, the friendships, the love, and all that stuff, as the person as the story goes along. But first, the first thing I do, I develop the main character. Who is this person? Mhm. Wow. So that's how I use these types of writing. So it could you actually try to base your writing on actual possible events? Yes, because I, I really want, even though both of the books are erotic, because some of them, like the dark beginning is dry and it's suspense, it's definitely the dark beginning. I really want somebody to be able to steal this this person's stories. I want it to be relatable. Like, she went through so much. She, she visited death, you know, abuse. She went through so much, and I think so many people can relate to her in one way or another, whether it's an absent parent or not, if it's a mom or dad or someone who was in and out of their life, whether it's they, their heart being broken. Everybody can experience something that this that this woman has went through. So I really wanted to make mm-hmm. the book relatable. So that's, that's, I think, having emotions in the book, because that's how I fell in love with reading. Like, if a book or a movie, if they can make me cry, laugh, feel sad, I really think that that is a good book when you can really reach someone's emotions. So that's what mm-hmm. I tried to do. That's since the start beginning. I tried to reach many emotions with that book because I wanted to make it relatable. You know, that is good. Not many people can do that, and not pe- not many people do that. Um, Wow. So now that you have your books, you have them on Amazon. I already put it up there. So for you guys that want to go and look at the book, The Dark Beginning or Sex Craves, you can go ahead and click on the link, and it's in our description box right there. Just click on the word Amazon. It'll take you straight to her page. You know, I personally think that writing ups and downs, and it also can have the challenges. What was your challenge? I mean, because, you know, you, you had to go through this whole thing, you had to go through the, the whole life and everything. What was the challenge with the writing? Yes, the challenge is, well, I, you, one thing that I always try to keep in mind, you have to build the foundation of the story, and you have to try to find a way to keep, keep the reader's attention through the process of building the character. And that might not always be the fun part of the book, but to understand why this person thinks the way they think, you have to build foundation so you can know the character. So that's kind of that was one of the kind of um, kind of the hard things to do was to try to 
build foundation in the beginning of the book in the beginning of the book and also made it a page turner to try to keep people to stay interested, to be able to get to the deeper parts of the book and what's gonna happen later down her journey. And that was with the dark beginning. One of the things that was harder with sex craze, because a lot of people, uh, when I released some of the sex parts in the dark beginning, a lot of people like really liked it. So they wanted me to write a book for that. So sex craze is really pretty much about it's a storyline, but it has a lot of sex scenes. And that was kind of hard for me to try to keep fresh ideas flowing and keep things, like, new and creative. That was hard with that book because I didn't want to um, keep having something the same or repetitive or I read this in the last thing. So that was kind of hard because that book was mainly focused on sex and being sexy about things and adventurous. This lady, she's wild. So that was kind of hard to keep things new and different and to keep your attention with it. Wow. I can't, I, I mean, imagining how to get, keep things fresh. Yeah. What, I mean, yeah. what was that process? How did you do that? Because, I mean, I have a limited idea on what sex is. I really had to open my imagination. Um, I had to take things that I've seen before, whether I experienced or take the small things and make them big. Even I had to think about things that I probably would never do. I had to really make my mind nasty and dirty for me to be able to put it on a piece of paper. I really had to expand my thoughts with that, but that's why that book was hard. And both of the books are actually trilogies. So right now, Sex Praise has been out, and it's on ebook now, but we're, uh, I'm working to get it on hard copy. But the next book, I'm currently working on Sex Praise 2, Redemption. So this book um, is a Actually, people like it so much, it's becoming a trilogy that I'm going to continue the story. And The Dark Beginning also is a trilogy where the next book is called The New Beginning, dealing with Lavina's mm. daughter. So, wow. Yeah. Girl, girl, I am going to go there. I'm not going to go down that road. Now, there is something else that you do as well, and it's a talk show on Facebook. Tell me about that. Yes, we actually start filming for September. So the talk show is called Talk with Arthur Regine. Um, I'm going to be the host of it. And what the talk show is about, I'm going to be bringing different people on the show to pretty much, I'm interviewing them about different topics. Now, the show is pretty much to cause awareness so people can have ideas what's going on around the world and with themselves. So the topics that we talk about is identity crisis. We talk about suicide, depression. We talk about miscarriages, marriage, divorce. We talk about cancer. We make up so many issues, and I'm either we either bring people on the show who um, has experienced it or people who have studied it. Um, so people who are experts in the field and bringing it from their ideology or from their perspective. So we really want to call it awareness. We want people to get to know. And I know one of the things that I've really been, push, been push, pushing is identity crisis because I know uh, within young people or anybody, you can have an identity crisis in any stage of your life. And like I've been pushing, that's like the scariest thing to be in the unknown of yourself, not to know who you are, not to know your purpose in life because now you're just existing and not living. So that's going to be mm-hmm. I've been pushing, and uh, probably going to be like the first or second episode that I'm going to show because I'm really interested in that because I know myself I had many identity crises in my early adolescence or in college, and I understand how it feels to just not know who you are. So you fall for so many things, you make so many mistakes, and sometimes you get so deep you do not know how to pull yourself out of it. So I really want to hit on issues like that and tell people where they can go to get help or just to bring information to them. Mm, mm. You know, that is important. That is seriously important. All those topics uh, can take a person down a path that sometimes just does not lead to a good place. So you're there, and you have, you're going to have that talk show. We do have that talk show link on our uh, Facebook page as well. You can go ahead and go to Dream Chasers Radio and then click on her link and go ahead and like the page. I mean, with everything that's going on in your life, what are you looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to building um, a community of people 
who will tune in and watch where I can really help them. I really want to help her people because I've been there before. I really want my story to touch other people, to bring them in, and to understand because not to be repetitive, but to be so confused of yourself, not to know your purpose. I know so many people around me, and I see things, whether it's social media, and people are just lost. They don't know what to do with their life. They don't believe in themselves. And I really want them to believe. I want them to dream. I want them to dream big. I want them to have a desire to do better. And I see that people just settle. They settle. They're unhappy and they settle, whether it's relationship, career, job. And I just want to create that atmosphere of dreams. You can dream, hope to be hopeful. And I just hope to bring that to people. I really do. I want to heal broken hearts, tell people it's okay. They have someone that they can reach out to talk to, it's, it's going to be okay. You don't have to make final decisions or something that will be okay eventually. So I really want to put that out there for people. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I commend you for it. It is not easy. Have you had any challenges getting the TV show uh, together? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> um, one thing, because first, first I was wondering which route to take, uh, what to do, a YouTube channel. channel. And I know this thing called Facebook Watch is new. Um, it's a process to even get the channels of Facebook. So right now I'm just taking one step at a time and um, to be able to do what I can with what I have. So then I mm-hmm. have problems with trying to get correct camera people or just the right people on my team to be able to do what I want. But I've learned I have to use what I got. I have to move forward because it is something that I want to give out to people and I want to share. And I really want to be that vessel that people can come to and see light, you know, see somebody that they can talk to, that can relate to. So I really want to do that. I feel like that is one of my callings. So I'm just walking into my purpose as well as I'm telling everyone else to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, you know, what is that formula to success, and how are you going to get that? Is, is there a formula that you're using? Is there a, a guidebook, or are you writing it down? Do you have a goal book? What kind of advice do you give to people when they ask you, hey, how how did you get so far? Right. Well, I would say first and foremost is consistency. And fear is a thing that will stop you. And most of the times you feel fearful over something that you actually have the gift for. I know it's like I always be afraid to jump. What will people think? Um, are people going to like it? At this point, if you believe that this is for you, this is what you do, you just do it anyway. You're always going to have criticism, and everyone's not going like to um, like what you do. But for who it's meant for, it will get to those people. So consistency, do not be afraid to do what you love. And, yes, I do write it down. I always write things down that I want to achieve, and I verbally speak it over and over again because every time that someone is out there speaking doubt over your life or over your dreams, over your goals, you have to speak life into them. So every day I try to wake up in my prayers while I'm driving to work, I try to speak these things. I speak positivity over my life and over what I'm doing. Even if I don't feel it at the time, I have to continue to speak blessings over it. And I write my visions down because many times we forget a lot of things. So a good idea will come in your head and you'll forget it an hour or two. So mm-hmm. it's important to write things down because I wrote things down months ago and it made sense, at, you know, after two, three months down the road. And like, man, I can use this. So it is important to write things down positivity and blessings over your life and your vision and to stay consistent. If you're not going to be consistent, nobody is going to jump on your bandwagon and be there for you to support you and, and listen to what you have to say. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Wow. It, wow. What a wonderful, wonderful writer. And, and I mean, seriously, Reggie, I, I love it. I love what you've done. I love your attitude. Uh, where can people actually reach you? I mean, what is your preferred, uh, you know, your preferred social media? Is there an email? How do people reach you? Yes. I do have a preferred social media. I am on Instagram and on Twitter, but I mainly post things about my books 
and about the show to up, um, upcom- the upcoming show on my Facebook page, Raging Anderson, um, R A J E A N Anderson, and uh, my Instagram is Arthur underscore Raging, and my Twitter is Arthur Raging. You can reach me at email as well. I do check my emails. Um, it's Arthur Raging Anderson at gmail dot com, and that's where you can reach me as well if you wanna email anything, any topic, any issue, just to have somebody to talk to. I will, I will always try to reply. Awesome, awesome. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. Is there anything today that we missed that you'd like to say? No, I just, I just also want to thank you for having me on your show. Anytime, anytime. It's been a pleasure, and I can't wait for the next book. Yes, thank you. You keep you keep writing those books, girlfriend. I tell you what, you know, nobody can say you didn't keep your word. That's for sure. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. I well, thank you so it. much. Oh, what? Oh, Girl, go with your good self. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, then, Regina. It's been a pleasure, and we hope to have you back again soon. Yes, thanks. All right. Good night. All right. Good night. Wow. That was Raging Anderson. You can reach her on Amazon. I did uh, put the Amazon link up, and she did tell you how she wanted to be reached. If you missed that, go ahead and go back into the interview, and you will hear where she wants to be reached. You can also reach her by going to our Facebook page at Dream Chasers Radio and just click on her link. We put her link up there for you to get. We have been getting 32 to 3,500 downloads a day on this station. I'm going to say it again, 32 to 3,500 downloads a day on Dream Chasers Radio. This station has gone from like, oh, it's just me hanging out, interviewing people and having a great time, learning about people and and, and sharing in their dreams and their their joys to, oh, my gosh, what do I do now? (laughs) Well, uh, I've been talking about the Roku station, and, and, and now what we are in is the last stages of approval. And so what I've been told by the, inter- the uh, meeting that I had today, uh, once I finish all of the loose ends that I have on the station, it's going to take a couple of weeks for it to be approved. If it's not approved, then we have to go back, fix more stuff, and, and then keep going. So to say, I say it all that to say this. It's not easy, but let me tell you something. Once it gets going, it, it gets going to go. Now, I want to say happy birthday to my girlfriend. Happy birthday to my girlfriend, Brenda Waddy. She is the former singer of the Marvelettes, and she is one of my good, good friends. I mean, I'm from Chicago, so I say boyfriend, girlfriend, because they're a boy and they're a friend, and they're a girl and they're a friend. All right? So that's my girl. All right, and she is amazing. What an amazing talent. She's coming out with her uh, first CD, solo CD project, and we will have her on the show pretty soon. Um, and she's going to have her CD release party, and I'm going to be there. And so I'm, I'm just I'm excited about all of the things that are going on in her life. For sure, she has done so much with everyone else that now she's finally getting her time. And that's what her album is called. It's my time. And I'm I'm so excited for her. So excited. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play uh, I'm going to go ahead and play a song really quick while we intro the next guest. guest on the line. I want to welcome uh, author Margaret Tron. I hope I said that right. Margaret Tron. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm doing good. Sorry for the uh, mis- you know, mixed pronunciation of your name, but I'm good. 
good. That's good. It's no problem. Awesome. Uh, Tran or Tron, doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's just the way you say it. That's beautiful. Tell me about yourself and how you got started. Okay. Um, my name Again, my name is Margaret Tran, and uh, I just recently published a book called The Actions. And how I started the book was um, I went through depression and grieved and mourned uh, of my death mother. And um, I almost destroyed my whole family. Mm. And um, I turned my living home into a living hell. And I uh, turned my family into a prison cell. And so to the point that I almost destroyed my family and home, and um, I decided to reach out for help. And so by wow. doing that, I I embraced grief through uh, self-empowerment. Once I succeeded, I starting to write down the steps that I have succeeded and create it and turn it into the actions. So each of the letter in the actions is a key step to help and guide everyone how to um, get out of grief, how to get out of depression, and change their life and create their life by desire, not by default. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 That is amazing. So. You know, the depression, depression touches so many people. Yes. yes. What have you learned between now, between then and now about who you are today and, and, you know, just your process by which you came out? I become happier now uh, in mm-hmm. almost, almost any situation, not completely 100%. But almost any situation, uh, I am tamer. I am more in control. I step back in the middle to judge left or right, good or bad, then uh, follow my heart in my own intuition and continue on what I need to do, um, what I love to do. Uh, Rather than before, I was very uh, temper tantrum. I... um, you know, lost my daily activity. I didn't know how to plan my day. Uh, my drunken mind, uh, they call it drunken mind monkey. That's, how, that's what I have in my book as well. Um, you know, it's it just running day after day, month after month, even minutes after minute or second after second. You're just constantly jumping and jumping, and I don't have that in control. Uh, pretty much I can't control it, but I, I kind of tame it down. So now to the point, okay, I know my mind today is, um, you know, having negative thought. Okay, now I need to turn that negative thought into positive thought. Then mm-hmm. it makes your day go easier and much happier. So, mm. You know, that, that makes me different from before. Now right. I'm more easier going. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. And, I mean, you know, for those people out there that have depression that are going through right now, that they don't see any way out of it, they're, they, I mean, they're listening to you right now, what would you tell them? I would tell them, find a friend, find someone that you are comfortable with, that you know that person will be there as always to listen, no judgment, just listen, just just for you to share whatever you have in your mind. That's the person mm-hmm. I needed when I was in depression. I didn't have it. And mm. so I suggest, you know, find someone that you are comfortable with. If you can't find someone, there's a hotline that you can call. They can talk to you and speak to you and I mean, they they probably don't say anything. They just you they just listen to you, you know. And mm-hmm. then they probably at the end they will guide you into the uh, right person for you to reach out. But at first they just listen to you. That's all you need from the beginning. 
you need to reach mm. out for someone to speak to. If not, you just hold it in and hold it in, and then of course your mind is running through wild and crazy, and it will, you know, your drunk monkey will tell you, okay, like I did, I attempted to commit suicide. I said, why? What's the point of me living here anymore? My mom passed away. I don't have any relatives. So what's the point of me living, right? But mm. if, I, if I have someone right there to speak to, and they probably say, no, why do you do that? You have me, you know, just come to me and talk to me. I'm okay. That's all I need at that moment. So whoever mm-hmm. is out there is having depression, I would suggest that find someone that you, you know, comfortable with, that someone you know they will listen to you no matter what. Talk to yeah. them. Wow. And that's, wow. This is a very serious issue only because, like you said, you tried to commit suicide. And some people succeed at this. And so you have your book now. Tell me about the the actions. Tell me about that. Uh, Like I said, the action is, uh, uh, each of the letter is a key step for uh, people to follow through. Uh, for example, I just give you one or two steps for, from the beginning. Uh, like, mm-hmm. for example, the A is for aim for self-management, right? Because once you become aware of your behavior and your acknowledgement and the act, uh, uh, assess, when you assess your actions, when you uh, assess your habits, you know your own uh, needs, you know your own desire, you know your own feelings, you know your own uh, feelings. So, mm-hmm. or everything that makes you upset, everything that makes you tick. So, the more you know about yourself, you know, the more you know about your own habits, the more you know about your own thoughts, behavior, the easier for you to recognize and improve them. Okay, mm. so that's for the A. Now the C, uh, the C is for commit to writing things down. Okay, a lot of times when we say that, okay, uh, I feel I want to do something. Uh, for example, I feel that I am upset today. Let me listen to music. Or uh, let me uh, go read in a library, right? Okay, that's fine. That's good. You go, but throughout the day, uh, a lot of times for me, I didn't plan any of that, okay? Mm -hmm. For my day, I just let it go. Whenever it comes, I just moping around, groaning around, crying, do all that. So the whole day was gone, and I was like, oh, I, 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 I wanted to do that, but I didn't. Okay. So, but for me now, I learned is that commit in writing it down. Okay, today I'm going to do this. This is my goal mm-hmm. today. It doesn't have to be the whole week, whole month, whole year. My goal for today is to go to the library. Second goal is go to do, I don't know, laundry. Okay, for example. Mm-hmm. So you write it down. Have it in front of you. Follow through. So when you write down your activity or your goal for them, it helps you become more uh, purposeful in your behavior. So you break once it you, up. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Is it breaking up a little bit? Okay. Okay, is it better now? Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay, so committing and running it down, it will help uh, you uh, to achieve your daily action uh, completely. And you nurture that uh, discipline to focus your own plan. Okay, okay. I was, um, I was um, you know, like I said, I was moping around and groaning around, and my daily activity, I got distractions, everything. I did not cook. I, I, I mean, I didn't really care. So once I realized, okay, I need to uh, have a plan for that day. I need to do this. I need to do that. Go to the post office. I need to. But then, because I was so 
um, you know, in 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 grief. I didn't I didn't really mm-hmm. want to do that, even though I thought about it, but I didn't want to do it. So once you have it down, you have it right in front of you, then you're like, okay, this is what I must do. Then you do it. You take action and do it. Right. Wow. So it, it's you know, just that, simple things. But yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. And that is something I'm a very big advocate on, writing it down, having yes. that book. Yes, that is a big thing, and my listeners know that. Wow. So that really did help you. Yes. Very, very, wow. very, very helped me. And um, I, once in a while, you know, you know, like you have a, you under the weather, you don't feel like doing anything. But by uh, awareness of your own action, awareness of your own thought, and you make it through, okay, I know I'm tired, but this is, must be done. Then you write it down, okay, I'm, I, you, you don't have to write, uh, like, to-do list. You write it down, like, in a whole sentence. I must do this, blah, 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 blank, today. I must finish today. And then you put it on somewhere in front of you that you always see as you walk around. Then you okay, I must mm-hmm. do it today. Then you read it over and over and over. And then you automatically, in your thought, it will turn into action. Then you do it. Mm. And that is so, so true. I mean, so true. I am, I am definitely into into that. You keep it in front of you. You know, wow, and 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 make it happen as you see it. You walk by it. You're right. You're so right. So tell us about how people can reach you. And and what is your preferred social media platform that they can reach you on? Um, uh, I I can I can reach through Facebook. I'm pretty much on social media, uh, Messenger. Mm-hmm. I'll answer right away. So uh, you can find me on Facebook.com Margaret Tran Author uh, or Instagram.com Margaret Tran Dot Love. Okay. Um, or you go my email too. I can read email. Uh, I usually I answer it quick too. Uh, at uh, Margaret Tran Author at Gmail dot com. Okay. So what we're gonna do here on Dream Chasers Radio is we're gonna go right now and put her link up for her particular uh, Facebook page on our page. You guys can link up with her right there. So it's Margaret Tran, right, author? Yes, yes. And give me a second. I'm typing this out. My second one, Instagram.com, MargaretTran.love. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and see if I can get a better link here. Uh, Facebook, come on. You know how sometimes it just goes slow? <laughs> yes. It's taking its time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So we'll have that link up for you uh, right about, okay, I should have said now, but I couldn't say now. <laughs> okay, so we're going to have that <laughs> link up for you right now. And, uh, Margaret, is there anything that we've missed today that you'd like to express to our listeners? Uh, anything for today? Um, well, the the main thing is um, we probably talk about it. I just want to uh, express a little bit more about is that mm-hmm. uh, everyone has uh, negative thinking, uh, not just negative, but like I said, our mind are jumping from one to another in million seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but negative thinking is always popping up to us anywhere, anytime, any moment. And so a thought awareness is very important that you must pay attention to your thought. So, I mean, all you, all you have to do is just, just forget one second, not like a nanosecond. Uh, I, I, I see that in myself sometimes, just a nanosecond that you, mm-hmm. I can't say you don't pay attention. It's just that one nanosecond that you're not aware of just automatically switch you right back into the negative thinking. So thought mm. awareness is very, very, very important. I, I have to express that. So 
Um, right. You know, once the minute you you know that you have negative thought, turn it right into positive, and that will keep your day positive. Your day is happy, and you know, make yourself happy, make people next to you happy, your family happy, everyone's happy. Mhm. You're right. That's, that's, You're right. Mm-hmm. And the mood sets the mood. So if you're in a bad mood, it'll set the mood. If yes, you're in a good not, mood, it sets the mood. Yes, yes, set yourself bad mood. And then it also attracts other bad moods come right into you. So mm. if you have good mood, you have that energy block off, and then maybe you can transmit that good uh, positive energy into someone else. Someone might have a bad day, but they see you, they're next to you. Your positive uh, energy will reflect them, and that might change their mood as well. Mm-mm-mm. Now let me ask you a question. Do you counsel people? Yes, I do. I do life coaching. I do. Uh, I am a mindset, spiritual, and energy healing coach. Mm, I like this. I like this. And they can reach you for any kind of a session as well. Yes. Yes. Awesome. I usually combine awesome. all three of them. In uh, mm-hmm. some, some have the um, the uh, the face in you know spiritual, so it's okay. I, I, I you know kind of a little bit guide them into it, but if they block it off, it's okay. But I can use uh, energy healing as well into a coaching. Awesome, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. I actually love it. I love I love the concept of you know self help, but not only that, reaching out. Is going to be the key. A lot of people don't reach out. I know I'm still here. I know we're still here. And I, I really have to ask you a question. Why, what, would, what, what kind of um, reasoning have you come by why people don't reach out? Sometimes they, uh, they hide. They, they are afraid that people know their weakness. Or sometimes... They don't know who to reach out. But a lot of time, like I was before, I I think I was more egoistic. I was like, I'm okay. Nothing's wrong with me. And mm. But deep down, it was something wrong with me. And even though maybe some people around me probably can tell, but they don't tell you, of course. You know, they don't want to get in into somebody else's business. So... You don't have anyone to tell you, okay, Margaret, you acting or the way you speak today is not nice. I don't think, mm-hmm. I think, it's, you know, you should say this. If that person has to be close to you and you do it. But if someone mm-hmm. that you don't know, they would not, you know, tell you. So you don't know. So, But deep down is that you... Sometimes you don't know you have issue, and even if you mm. do, you wouldn't show it to the world. Say I'm okay, nothing wrong with me. Mm. Or some people say, mm. "Well, that's the way I am." You know, wow. if you like what? it, that's good. If you don't, too bad. You know, so wow. it, it, they they're just hiding underneath in the layers of it. They just suppress it. They don't want to show it. Mhm, mhm. And what and what kind of a cue should should their friends be looking at, you know, uh, what 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 should we be alarmed to? What is a signal that we, as people who are watching our friends, be alerted to if, if something should come up like this and they're trying to hide it? Some are, are very, very good at hiding. Some aren't. Uh, you can tell, by the way, how they're withdrawn from people. Uh, you know how usually they go out and hang out with you, and all of a sudden, every time you ask them to go to the movie, no, I'm not going. I'm always busy with this. Maybe they are, but check in. Say, okay, uh, we haven't go out for a month. Is there anything wrong? Ask them. If you don't ask, they mm-hmm. won't tell. Okay, so some some mm-hmm. people you might have to ask. You might have to find a way to ask. You know. The only thing is, you, have, you if if you're a close friend, then you know how your friend is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, usually they 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 very uh, um, socialize, and how come all of a sudden they're not? Or 
you know, you can tell by the expression or the attitude they get angry once in a while. Usually they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. tiny little stuff, you just you just have to pay a, a, little, a little attention to it. Yeah. Well, that's important, you know, and it can save a life. Definitely save a life. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, I I was in uh, um, like my daughter's friend, and mm-hmm. they're 15 at that time, and my daughter came home and told me this this how I felt really bad. But if I'm known before, then I would help. Uh, my daughter came home and told me that her friend was uh, commit suicide, thinking of it, mm. and I was like. Well, did you tell your counselor, school counselor? And she was afraid to tell the school counselor. And mm. I didn't know that. I, told, I just, all I did just tell her, go to tell the school's counselor and tell her that, you know, that this is what you heard. But I thought she was doing it, but she didn't. Then later on, I heard her friend really commit suicide, and she did it. She killed herself. Oh my gosh! Wow. So I felt really, wow. really bad because it was my fault. I I should have stepped up and said something or do something about it, which I didn't. You know. Yeah. And so from that on, I joined the Foundation American uh, Suicide Prevention. I say I will step in the minute I hear something, or I see something, or I feel something. I will step in to ask questions to. Lend my ears out. I would do anything to help. Mhm. Wow. Wow. And that that there, that there. I mean, you know, you can't really blame yourself. Seriously, you can't. I mean, I I would say don't blame yourself. I mean, you didn't know. You thought you was doing you were doing the right thing, and obviously it didn't work. It's okay. I mean, you know, I understand that the child did pass away, but. You can't blame yourself because you did not know. You thought at the moment you were doing the right thing. Um, if you would have known, I'm sure you would have done the, you know, the, the, you know, the thing that would have probably helped that child. But yeah. again, it, it's all in the learning, and unfortunately, this is going to happen. And a lot of times, we do the right thing, and what happens? They still suicide. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I mean, you know, we just kind of keep trying and, and keep and keep going. And I appreciate. You being on the show today, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. This has been a wonderful, wonderful show. And, Margaret, again, you're amazing. You're amazing. Thank thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for uh, the opportunity for me to be on with you and speaking with you and sharing my passion and uh, my story with everyone. Uh, I, I do appreciate very much my gratitude sent out to you. Thank you. No, it's it's believe me, it's a pleasure of mine to have you on the show. You guys can reach her on her Amazon page here. I have it right here on our uh, our, our uh, blog talk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, iHeart, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, just so many different men- mediums. I have no idea, but just go ahead and go to our go go to our Facebook page as well. Uh, that's Dream Chasers Radio, and you can actually get her link there. I want to thank you again, Margaret, for being on the show. And when you have any updates, please don't hesitate to inform us about them, okay? I will. I will. Thank you very much again. All right. Thank you. You have a good night. You too. Wow. Margaret, and, I mean, what a what a deep, deep, deep situation. You know, to be put in those situations, I've been there. I've been there. And, uh, I had I had absolutely no idea what to do. Uh, when my daughter came to me and told me that one of her friends were think, was thinking about committing suicide, I called the police. I did. I called the police, and the police talked to my daughter, and they got they went on the Instagram and contacted the kid, and then the kid went back and forth, and then they ultimately went to the child's house. And they talked to the mother, and the mother said he did try to commit suicide previously and that she thought it was over. So it's a, it's a really big deal. If you don't know what to do, just don't sit back and do nothing. 
call somebody, call the police like I did. I mean, maybe it wasn't, you know, a big deal, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't take the risk. So, I mean, that's just my, my you know, over-the-top kind of, you know, reaction. But maybe that child, well, I know that child did not commit suicide. But we got to try. This has been a wonderful show today. I want to thank you all for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. You've been listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio, North Port, Florida, as well as on Bomb Baby Radio, the Dream Chasers Radio Network, soon-to-be Roku TV station, as well as the Caribbean Community Radio. I, I, just, I have to go today. However, I want to thank you for tuning in again. Please join us on Facebook uh, at Dream Chasers Radio, facebook.com forward slash Dream Chasers Radio. You can also hit us up on Instagram, Dream Chasers Radio. You can hit us up on Twitter, D Chasers Radio. Uh, we also have a uh, underappreciated <laughs> YouTube channel on Dream Chasers Radio. Please tune in and like and subscribe. We have all of our content up there. If you'd like to tune in later, you can get us on iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, um, Spotify, I mean, wherever we, wherever podcasts are listened to, we are on it. I want to thank you. It has been such a wonderful, wonderful show today. And, and I encourage you to get that book. I encourage you to get that book. I encourage you to write that goal down. Both of my guests today write things down. They get it done. I want you to do the same. Thank you so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. It has been a wonderful episode. And until next time, what do I always say? Don't forget to what? Dear Super Chair Baby. Until Wednesday. Actually, yeah, Wednesday at 10 a.m. I have a show, and then I will be uploading some more content for you on Thursday. Keep it safe, keep it light, and always dare to be different. Mm-hmm.